Hello there, I'm Mishka. And I'm Husband Stuff. And you're listening to Deviant, a true crime podcast. promised we are recording the minisode for you today um just a little bit of fun really because obviously we missed a week and we wanted to do something to make it up to you yeah the, the difference today is i've actually written it <laughs> so it's not actually it's not gonna have the same kind of polish you're used to so i apologize <laughs> I, I apologize for that because uh mish is the uh the what's the name for obsessive <laughs> yeah she's she's the one that's all she's the one that enjoys the murder i don't enjoy the murder <laughs> fuck you what? i'm just fascinated by what kind of fucked up people can do the fucked up things that they do the depths of human depravity yeah like i, I like getting into sort of the, the forensics and the psychology I, i'm not a fan of murder murder's gross okay. don't murder people okay yeah. All right then, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll put a line under that. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, today I'll be doing the uh, the deviant story, and you'll be doing the criminally stupid. Uh-huh. Um, and and I and Mish has to keep reminding me to face the microphone because uh, I'm not facing the right direction, and I don't sound right all of a sudden. That's really <laughs> annoying. Stop it. <laughs> you have to face the microphone. I know. See. Okay. I get bullied here. All right, shall I begin? Yeah, so you reckon this is one that I might not know? Um, I don't think so. It's not a, it's not a serial killer or anything. Um, Challenge accepted. <laughs> okay, all right, we'll, we'll see. I'll, it's not a particularly big one. No, but it, the, that's it's, the point of a mini, so yeah, it's mini. But this isn't the usual story. No. The, how I, the way I'm telling it. Right, December 3rd, 2008, Cutton, California. Which apparently is also called Dope Mountain. Uh, <laughs> awesome. I think there's a documentary called Dope Mountain on Netflix. Yeah. Jonathan Watson forced his way into a house where he ran into Garrett Benson. The two struggled and Benson was shot three times. He died a few hours later in hospital. Oh. That's not the whole story. I've done more than that. Poor, ben- poor Mr. Benson, though. Jonathan didn't go alone, though. His accomplice, Jason Leon Bells, Bellas, Belland, uh, was also there. He was arrested some time after and got seven years, eight months in prison, while Jonathan got 50 to life and was thrown in the clink on September the 4th, 2009, first-degree murder. Good. He entered a plea of no contest to his charge. Good. A week later, he tried to change his plea, no. claiming he was not fully com- uh, competent because of medications, not of his right mind, but that didn't work. Fuck right off. Work. Yes. Uh, Sheriff reported that there was significant marijuana grown in the house, so it was handled as a drug-related crime. Okay. Garrett was home with his girlfriend, Rachel Wald, who witnessed the whole thing and uh, testified in court against it. Now, while I was looking into this, there was one site that did claim that this was all... um, Oh, what's the fucking word? Basically... One site I saw claimed that Gara actually tried to uh, screw him over. Oh, 
Right. right on the uh, on the drug sale or some shit. Okay. But I can only find one thing saying that. So, yeah, just as a footnote. Okay. So it might possibly have been sort of a drug cartel deal under sort of under dealings gone wrong. Possibly. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. On November fourth, nineteen eighty-one, Garrett did nine years in the National Guard, deployed for a year in Utah, and then another year in Sinai, Egypt. He obtained the rank of sergeant and was generally considered a great leader, very friendly, but also carried himself well enough so people knew not to fuck with him, basically. Um, He worked for UPS for about seven and a half years and was generally regarded as a damn nice guy. People just, they looked forward to him coming to the door Mm. because they were like, hey, UPS man! A comment left on a Times Standard article, which isn't actually on the site anymore, so I'm not able to provide it on the... uh, on the, what's the word? On sitting through shit with sources. Words. Sources. I can't. Sources link... and citations. Yeah, I can't put this on the sources apart from a blog which quoted this comment, based saying, uh, "G was a good guy, a very kind stoner. <laughs> Not very often would a person doing the scale G did would show compassion to his friends and kick some free smokes from time to time. Oh, so he was a nice guy. Chill, yeah. chill guy. He was he was liked by many, but. Picked out by Jonathan Watson and his accomplice because he grew a ton of weed. Oh, God. Jonathan Watson would later then go on to be known as a hero. What? No! Oh, my God! Wait for it, though. (laughs) How is he a hero? He fucking murdered a guy. He did murder a guy. This is the war on drugs for you. Hold on, hold oh, your horses. Okay. You're galloping in the complete wrong direction there, love. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you and anyone listening to this is going to work out what happened. but don't... I've got a nasty suspicion, but I'm hoping I'm wrong. On June 21st, 2001, Graham Dulles Conti was sentenced to life with possible possibility of parole for aggravated sexual assault of a, of a child under 14 years old. Uh-huh. On October 17th, 2005, Bob was auto-censored for the same thing. Uh-huh. So this is where you can start seeing where this is going. Yeah, I had a feeling this is what it was going to be. Oh, for fuck's sake. During his time in prison, Jonathan Watson was viewed as being on the right track to the point he was actually moved into lower security. He was taken from level three, put into level two. Mm-hmm. Which took him from a single-person cell, so locked isolation... To like a dorm style, so he'd be sharing a room. So kind of more like you see on. So um, move him down into gen pop, basically. Like on um, Orange and New Black. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So like... it's almost like dorm digs kind of situation. Yeah, uh, yeah it was. It, it was referred to dorms in yeah. all the articles I read about it. Uh, he disagreed with this, however, and he made his grievances known. He said, "Look, this, I, I shouldn't be moved down here. I don't move it down here." Okay. Um, he actually, he himself called it careless and a mistake by the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation. Okay. Six days into this new area, he wrote that a child molester has moved into his pod. Oh God! Now he didn't know which one was what—either Bob or Luz de Conti. He uh-huh. was referred to them as molester, which is understandable because you know it's not like they're people. <laughs> this is yeah. This is prison justice. Whichever one of these shitbags it was, though, sat in front of the other inmates in their dorm, turned on the TV, to PBS Kids. Oh! Oh, God! Watson and the others took this as a clear taunt. Watson would write, 
I could not sleep having not done what every instinct told me I should have done right there and then. So I packed up all my things because I knew one way or another the situation would resolve the following day. The next day, having everything packed and ready to go, he actually went to the prison counsellor saying he needed to be put back into level 3 and quote, before I really fuck up one of these dudes. Oh gosh. So he, I mean, there is no excuse for killing anybody, but at the same time, he is trying to take steps to rope himself in, I suppose. Well, the counsellor... such a complicated situation. The counsellor scoffed. Oh, and dismissed him. fuck's sake. Yeah. Guys, come on. Now, with this in mind, Watson turned and left, either giving clear warning that he might turn violent and attack a thing. Not a person, a thing. He mulled over what to do as he returned to his pod to find the man he, re- he referred to as Melissa putting the TV on again in front of everyone. Oh. And put PBS kids on. Vomitous. Someone else in the uh, dorm actually said, is this guy really going to watch this right in front of us? Oh. To which Watson replied, I got this. How is that allowed <laughs> on their fucking TV subscription? Fuck no. You've got kiddie fiddlers block the TV channels with... Ki- oh. There's a lot of... I actually feel physically sick. Well, don't worry, because it gets better. He took another prisoner's cane, walked over... And started beating the ever-loving fuck out of him. Good. Just pounding him repeatedly in the head. With molester on the ground and most likely not moving much, nobody turned up. No guards, no wardens, either because they were ignoring the sounds coming from the pods, or the other inmates just didn't mind and let him do a thing. They what, had tried to go and do the proper channels, yeah, he's, he's, tried, he's tried to do the right thing. Yeah. Watson then left his pod to go find the guard and turn himself in. But on the way, he saw someone who referred to as a known child trafficker. And he said, and quote, figured I'll just, figured I'll just do everyone a favour. In for a penny, in for a pound. Oh, God. Well, he's already fucked either way, isn't he? He went on to batter the second child molester with the same cane he used on the other one. Oh, my God. Until quite happy with his work, he noticed that, then again... His actions didn't draw any attention. Oh my god. (laughs) So he continued his search for the warden. He found one and approached him saying, I've got some pretty bad news. (laughs) The guard replies, you're not going to hit me with that cane, are you? Watson actually enjoyed the moment and just jested with him. They they had a bit of banter. (laughs) Jesus fuck. (laughs) Because he knew it might actually be the last decent moment he has for a long time. Yeah. Eventually, he got straight with him. and He told him he just battered two child molesters. Didn't believe him. <laughs> so he led them to the mess he'd made of the, of the other inmates in the dorm area. Now, we actually know the details of this because he actually wrote a letter to the Mercury News detailing his account of everything that's happened, which hasn't been refuted. Jesus. So the prison, like the prison service, hasn't tried to shut this down or anything. They, he wrote it straight through to the paper. Yeah, but surely they screen all the mail going in and out. Well, the newspaper they tried to call the prison to say, "Hey, we heard this happen. Can we speak to the inmate?" Yeah, and they're like, "No, no. it's all written correspondence only." So they bloody hell. Yeah, but they, they, they would have let him have the phone call, but he had just like ended two prisoners. Jesus Christ! So these guys. Are Dead or? I think I put it in in my in my writing. Okay, uh, I'll be quiet. <laughs> I have so many questions. 
He said in his letter, if the state takes him to court, he would plead guilty without any hesitation. Yeah. He also said he would kill again if House of Child molested in the future. Jesus Christ. He went on to say, being a lifer, I'm in a unique position where I sometimes have access to these people, and I have so little to lose. Later added in the same letter, and trust me, we get it. These people are every parent's worst nightmare. These yeah. families spend years carefully and articulately planning how to give their children every opportunity they never had. And one monster comes along and changes that child's trajectory forever. Now, just going to read a little quote from one of the Mercury from the Mercury News article, mm-hmm. which will of course be included in the sources. Robert Hood, not Robin Hood, Robert Hood, a retired prison warden who spent three years in charge of federal supermax prison in Florence, Colorado said that while it's no secret child molesters uh, no, uh, no secret child molesters are routinely targeted in prison, the number of inmates with sex, sex convictions is so high it's mm. challenging to find facilities where they can be safe. With the division that occurred between white-collar criminals, drug dealers, different gangs and all that, one magnet that pulls them all together truly is the sex offender. Yep. Hood said, he added... I'm not trying to sound like a bleeding heart here, but the chemistry you put people into in, in certain prison environments is not healthy for anyone, especially a person at the bottom of the totem pole, which is a sex offender. Blimey, that that's very on point. That's a very on point and like admittant thing for a prison warden mm-hmm. to say. Jesus Christ. He's actually sat there going, the system is flawed. The system yeah. that I am a part of is flawed. This is going to happen. <laughs> well, when it comes to sex offenders, though, I mean, unfortunately, because of how the law works, they do need to be treated like human beings still. Yeah. You can't just put them in the blender like you should, really. <laughs> no, I know. Um, the lowest circle of hell is reserved for sex offenders. Oh, yeah. But they've got to go through every single one before they get there. Yeah. Um, the... Now, again, because it didn't detail which one was what, mm-hmm. um, one of the inmates, probably the first one who was watching PBS, uh, this is me guessing here entirely, he died on the way to hospital. Right. The other died like six days later. Right, Because okay. the, he literally just beat the fuck out of them, mm-hmm. bashed them in the head until he was quite satisfied that he'd heard enough cracking. Jesus. Uh, with news becoming public of what Jonathan Watson did, of how he killed two child rapists, he was quickly marked as a hero. People actually use his prison number to try and buy him money for his commissary, calling him a national hero. But he's blocked because of the actions he took. Good. I'd like to think, however, this is because the cleaners have to mop up after him, and not because <laughs> two things are removed from this plane of existence. So, in regards to the first guy he killed then on Date Mountain, do they think yep. that he was a sex offender? No, no, no. But that was just a drug deal that, gone yeah, wrong? Yeah, he was great. Like the sheriff said, there was a fucking ridiculous amount of pot there. Jesus. Yeah, and... and the... I see, I can't separate myself from the fact that, yes, okay, sex offenders kind of deserve everything that's coming to them oh, and yeah. their more. He also killed an innocent man. You can't herald someone he like that and no. a hero. That's the thing. It's it, what I was doing the research, and one of the articles um, that I'll be sourced was Five Things to Know About Jonathan Watson. Yeah. Because people were saying, Good on you, man. He killed a fucking child molester. Was this the guy that went viral? Like, there was a video of him admitting killing the guy. No, that's a different champion. That's another one. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, the articles were saying, it's like, yes, he did kill some pedophiles. Yeah. That's great. But he did also call uh, kill a former serviceman. Yeah. You know, and... It, at the end of the day, this guy's a murderer, whatever yeah. way you look at it. And it's... That is so hard to reconcile in my brain, because... Mm. 
I almost wish that he'd just beaten the pulp out of them and they'd lived. I think at that point I'd be cheering him on. But I I still can't, I can't ever qualify murder as being a good thing in my brain. I know that's really a horrible thing to say because they, these guys aren't even human. They're scum on the bottom of the toilet bowl. But he has made the choice to murder them. I would say... It's such a hard thing for me to equate i would say they're not the scum on the bottom of the toilet bowl the the uh the rhyme that builds in the sewer pipes that like develop bacteria in and... the u-band yeah oh. um they're the kind of people that give you know diphtheria a good name yeah <laughs> but yeah some, some of the comments were saying is like yeah he did kill like a man who did not deserve it and it was generally a question of does now killing these two pedophiles kind of outweigh it i don't think it does because he still killed people even though they're disgusting horrible awful scumbags people with quotation marks it's the thing is if (sighs) vigilante justice isn't it it's like where do you draw the line what's the difference Mm. between murder and a state sanctioned killing but but they're pedophiles they're not people i know i know this is is such a sticky thing as as far as i'm concerned like what he did to garrett shouldn't have done that yeah if you want absolutely your weed, just fucking buy it for fuck's sake, you dick. Yeah, absolutely unforgivable. But killing two pedophiles? Alright, cool. Oh, yeah. Do you want to do it again? You're doing the world a favour. Like, nothing of value is fucking lost here. No, nothing of value is lost. Like, nobody, w- he... nobody, nobody shed a tear when Epstein died. Yeah, but... Quote, unquote, he... killed himself. You have to remember, like, however disgusting these people are, yeah. there will still be somebody out there that loves them. Like, they're still somebody's child. Yeah, but it's pedophile. I know, I know. This is the thing, like, it's such a sticky situation. Part of me wants to be like, yeah, grind them into dust. And the other part of me is like, it's still murder. Yeah, but... Where do you draw the line? To to be perfectly honest, like, in a situation, if I got my hands on a child molester, I would would murder the shit out of them. And 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 then I would go to the loved ones, put a bloody hand on their shoulder saying... I'm not sorry. And I would stand by you. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I think that's sorry. the difference. I think that's the difference. I would stand by you if yeah. you did that. If you murdered an innocent man, I'd be like, no, I'm fucking done yeah. with you. If you murdered a child sex offender, I'd still be your wife. Yeah. I think that's the difference for me. That's probably where I draw the line. Because, yeah. because again, it's 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 not like I killed someone. It's yeah. just cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> God, we're going to get so many angry emails. Look, if we're going to get emails, they're going to be from nonces. So um, I'll find email us and uh, we'll try and get you doxxed. <laughs> give a shit. God. They're not people. So that's my case. Lovely. Well, I hadn't heard of that one. So well done. There you go. And I have a criminally stupid for you. All right. I had so many Florida mans I wanted to do, but I decided to stay away from the stereotype. There's so, there's so many. There's so many. I have a collection going on my phone. Whenever I feel a bit <laughs> miserable or I've watched too much true crime, I've been watching Deadly Women all today, all day today, and it started making me feel a little sick. So I went and read some Florida mans. Let me just correct that for the audience. You've been watching Deadly Women and sleeping. I guess. I've, it's, I'm it's, very worn out. It's like two o'clock and I've had to kick you out of bed. I'm very worn <laughs> I was awake for a while. Yeah. And then I went back to sleep. And after we breakfast. <laughs> but I've had like 30 hours sleep in the last week and a half. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Hello, my name's Mishka and I'm an insomniac. <laughs> Hi, Mish. <laughs> 
So, I have a criminally stupid for you today. And this is, again, from our side of the pond. It seems to be we just collect these fuckers in the UK. (laughs) So, a fugitive was nabbed by giggling police officers after he tried to hide under a bed with his legs sticking out. (laughs) I have a photograph for you. They took it the scene. I'll put this on our Instagram. Really? Yeah, they took that on their mobile phone. That's, that's, that's literally not just his leg stick. That's like, that's basically most... arse down. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell. So, Jan Sivak, 30 years old, was w- wanted for failing to turn up to court for a burglary charge. Officers turned up at his home in Halifax, West Yorkshire, a town 200 miles north of London, in a bid to find him, but had no idea how easy that was going to be. <laughs> They took a picture of their lazy suspects, adding on Facebook, he won't be a, he won't be winning any awards for hide and seek champion anytime soon. No, not really. Devak admitted to failing to surrender to bail during a brief appearance at Bradford Magistrates Court and was jailed for fourteen days. Lawyer Gulfraz Khan said Sivak had tried to get to court for Tuesday's hearing, but didn't have enough money to pay for public transport. <laughs> yeah, he seems like really? he's really made the effort, yeah. guys. Was he looking for change under the bed? <laughs> he said Bradford is some distance from Halifax and there is no possible way he could work. He had tried every possible avenue to attain some money for travel. Detective Inspector Gary Stevenson said this arrest was part of an ongoing proactive police operation targeting those who are wanted by the police. The 30-year-old man was arrested by officers on Thursday after he failed to appear at court for burglary offences. Burglary, okay. During the hearing, Sivak denied stealing £508,000 and other goods in an alleged rage on a fish and chip shop. He he was remanded in custody until July 28th for trial at Bradford Crown Court. So, like, talk about literally a half-arsed job. Yeah. You can almost see half his ass. Oh, bless him. I mean... And, and, like, it's not even, like, it's camouflage. No. (laughs) You can't even see a trying to play. He hasn't even got any fucking shoes on. Or socks. I can sympathise, like, if you're really, really skinned. But surely if he'd just gone and hold, hounded himself into his local neck and been like, look, I can't get to my hearing. Yeah. I'm handing myself in here. Can you contact them? That would have got a long way in his favour. But instead he yeah. decided to basically do like the scene from that kid in Poltergeist. Just half hide under the bed. Yeah. <laughs> what an idiot. Not Ugh. the brightest bulb. No, and again it was burglary. Burglary. It seems yeah. to be a common thing. Burglaries are, f- burglars are just fucking idiots. Yep. Oh, well, that's our little mini sewed present for you this <laughs> week. Um, just a very short one, as we say. Our episode next week will be a normal full case. Um, because we are now moving, we've decided that rather to try and subsequently fail to upload on a Wednesday, we are going to upload on Fridays moving forwards um, just because at the weekends we need to start packing up mm. our house. Yep. So that way it gives us sort of during the week evenings to research and edit and things like that. And then we'll send out all episodes moving forwards on a Friday and hopefully that we will be able to stick to an actual schedule because we have got so much work to do now. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, but we are going to be in Scotland from approximately November the 15th. Woo! Yay! Yeah, and that's it. And 
I'm going to give you a little hint if you've lasted this far to what next episode's going to be because my husband will have no idea. Well, naturally, I don't know most of these fucking things. It's named after a famous demon. (laughs) Carabaskin? No! (laughs) (laughs) Right, so until next time, if you want to follow us on socials, you can find us on Instagram at Deviant Crime Podcast, on Twitter at Deviant Crime Pod. You can join our Facebook group, which is Deviant, a true crime podcast. We now have two group members. Way! Because Mira joined today. Hi, Hi Mira. Mira. And you can also email us at deviantcrimepodcast at gmail.com. You can send us case suggestions, stories, fact checks, general sort of piffle poffle if you just want to say hello. You can send us criminally stupid, so if you've got any good stories, anything you want, really, except please don't send me dick pics. Yeah. <laughs> no dick pics. Um, but, yeah, we'll speak to you again on Friday with a nice full-size meaty case for you. I hope you enjoyed meaty. this. Yes, this brief little dip. And if you did and you'd like to just have a stuff host some more minis in the future just let us know and i'm sure i can bully him into it Uh. (laughs) (laughs) all right the old ball and chain yeah (laughs) until then um are you anything you want to say um murder 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 murder. (laughs) remember if it's a nonce it's not murder just cleaning (laughs) fucking stop saying that it's true all murder is murder guys if it's against people, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go and give him a talking to now. Until next week, bye. Bye.